Hey, what's up, everybody? It is Lex for Flex Talk Podcast and the B-Man, Brian. How you doing, Brian? I am doing great today. Just got my workout in earlier. I'm feeling buff. I'm pumped up, <laughs> ready to talk about some health and fitness today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Let's do this. The great thing about our podcast is that we talk about health and fitness. We talk about lifestyle, wellness, all the things surrounding what makes us do better, right? Do better in our everyday lives. Would you agree with that, Brian? Absolutely, 100%. That's what's so cool about this podcast is we didn't just want it to be a health and fitness thing, so we'll be covering a wide range of stuff, and we hope that you all find it interesting. So absolutely. So today we're going to talk about why people join gyms, start programs, weight loss programs, muscle building programs, and then they fail, right? They just stop doing them. They stop really challenging themselves, and once they start something, they don't finish it. Uh, so that's an interesting topic that I'm sure some of you can share that uh, same momentum and same motivation is that you start a program, you don't follow through with it, and you just don't get the results that you're uh, looking for in the beginning. Right, Brian? Absolutely. When you really think about it, this is an interesting, interesting thing to think about. Why is it that some people that you all probably know in your life, everybody that's listening, you all know somebody that started to do something to change, like a workout program, and they stuck with it, and they did it, and they completed the task. Maybe they started a weight training program or a weight loss program. Not only did they lose the weight, but they keep it off. And to this day, even years later, they still look great. Why is it that there can be somebody like that that does that, but then we have somebody who starts a weight pro training program or a weight loss program. Maybe they get some initial success, but then they fall off the wagon. Or maybe they lose the weight, they look really good, everybody's complimenting them, and then they put all the weight back on plus some. What is the difference between the person that actually keeps the weight off and the person that doesn't? I think it's a very interesting topic for sure. Absolutely. So one thing I want to know, and I'm sure a lot of people want to know, is that what can we do when we start a program? How can we keep going? What is the initial steps that we have to take to make sure that we don't fail this time? Absolutely. So a couple things come to mind just from the get-go. In my 20 years of being in this industry, you, you notice patterns. You start to notice things that successful people are going to do to maintain their results. Number one, I would say the most important thing do you have goals? We've talked about this on the podcast before, but this is really important for us to bring up again. Have you clearly defined what your goal is that you're trying to achieve? This is going to be really important so that way when you don't feel like going to the gym, your, your initial motivation maybe goes away, you've got that target. You've got that thing that you're trying to accomplish that can kind of keep you in the zone, keep you motivated. And then the other thing is, do you have a plan? And sometimes when you don't feel like going to the gym or maybe you, you feel that initial motivation starting to kind of drop a little bit, at least you know, hey, I have a plan. I'm still going to follow the plan. Even though I don't feel like doing it today, the plan is important. I'm just going to go do the motions, do my workout, and I don't even necessarily have to feel like going to do it. I'm just going to do it because that's what I decided. So Lex, I would say the two things for me for making sure that you stick to a workout program. Number one, do you have a defined goal, something you're looking to achieve? And number two, do you have some sort of a plan, whether that be a workout program, whether that be signing up with a trainer, joining a gym and following some sort of a program there? 
whatever it is. Those are the things that I would say. But it doesn't always work out, right? Like these, yep. our plan, our goal setting, it all seems really good to do in the beginning. But life hits hard. Kids have things to do, gymnastics, basketball, baseball practices. These things can really mess up our routine. So what would you say to somebody who says, man, I got three kids. I got baseball going on. I got practice going on. I just can't stick to a routine, Brian. I need something a little bit more secure with the results. I need to start a program and I need to actually get results. Otherwise, I'm going to go through the same motions week after week, year after year. I keep starting. I keep failing. What would you say to somebody who has all those things going on, but they still want results? Excuses, 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 excuses. So this all comes down to, I don't know if we need to edit that, but excuses, I'll say it one more time. Um, how important is this to you? How, how bad do you want this? I guess a better question would be, are you willing to do this? Is this something that you have made a decision that you want to get healthier, you want to look better, you want to just feel better? And if that's the case, then you need to figure out a way to make it work with your life if it's that important to you. So I would view all of those things as excuses. Now, the topic of today is sticking with the workout program. How bad do you want it, I think, is the important question. And are you willing to do what needs to be done to get there? Now, to get yourself to a point where you're willing to do it, we've talked about this on prior podcasts, you've got to have a very, very powerful reason that's going to drive you through this. Lex just brought up some very common things, right? You know, life's busy with kids. The holidays are coming up. This is coming up. This is coming up. Whatever the excuse is, you have to figure out a way. You have to be so motivated and so dedicated to just follow through. You have to be, have such a powerful reason that even when those things happen, it doesn't matter. You just view them as little, little kind of like little waves coming at you that you just kind of have to surf over and just keep going toward the goal. So my answer to that would be those are excuses. And let's just have a really, really powerful reason, something that drives us to, uh, to go through those things. And one thing, I think you just have to be all in, right? You have to make the conscious decision to be all in this time. You failed in the past. Accept that. Know that it might happen again. You've tried in different programs. You've tried weight loss. You've tried Atkins. You've tried uh, HIT workouts. You've tried slow workouts. You've tried Apple workouts. You've done everything in the past. You know they haven't worked out. You have to make a decision that you're going to be all in. Once you've made that conscious decision to be all in and nothing's going to deter you from that end result, I think then, then right there that you're going to actually succeed. It, it comes down to a mind thing, right? You have to make the, the, the choice to either succeed or just fail. And you are going to succeed this time and nothing is going to get in your way. Not your kids' schedules, uh, not your spouse, whether or not they made dinner tonight. You have to plan accordingly, know that you're going to succeed, know that you're going to work out, and nothing's going to stop you from getting to that result. Absolutely. Let me ask you this, Lex. You obviously meet with a lot of people that come in um, to your facility and they're interested in training with you. And I'm sure you run into a lot of people who have tried different things. Maybe they come in like you just said and they're like, you know, I've done everything to lose weight and it never works. I've tried the Atkins program and it worked a little bit, but then all of a sudden I started eating carbs again and I ballooned back up. Or maybe I tried this program. I did this program. I did Weight Watchers. I did uh, all these other things, P90X. None of them work. Would you say that those people are harder to help because it's almost like they've they kind of have this defeatist attitude. And I'm not saying I blame them, but it's almost like they have this history of it not working. 
and the more of those bad experiences they have, it almost makes it harder for them to succeed. Would you say you've seen that when you talk to people that it's almost like they they feel like they've tried everything and they're almost setting themselves up for success in a sense? Well, you want to be that person to help them. You want this to be the last stop, right? You don't want to be another notch in their uh, a failure post that they just can't succeed with you. You want to make sure that you're talking to them, investing in, in their, to their words, their thoughts, and you want to make sure that this is the last time that they're going to fail and you're going to succeed here at this facility. You want to make sure that whatever you're going to do to help them, you have to follow through with it as a professional. You have to hold them accountable. You have to check their food logs. You have to make sure that you're um, redirecting their program if they hit a plateau. You want to make sure that you're talking to them constantly and making sure that whatever had them failing in the past, they're not getting through those same uh, situations again. So it just comes down to really keeping the communication open, making sure that they share with you when they're feeling the struggles or they're feeling the challenges of planning food or the workouts are getting too difficult or they're not hitting those plateaus. Make sure that you re reiterate patience, uh, reiterate uh, changing routine and making sure that when they approach those challenges, it, you know a way to help them and a way to get around those. Absolutely. You, what I think of when I hear you talk about that stuff just now is I always think of the phrase, the past does not equal the future. And if you're somebody that's listening right now and you've had a hard time losing weight and you feel like you've tried everything, we get you. We've all been there. Everybody's had experiences like that where you've tried a bunch of things and they don't work and it can start to eat away at you mentally a little bit. But the bottom line is this. If other people in the world can figure it out and they can lose weight and they can get themselves in shape, you can do the exact same thing. Now, there are exceptions. If you, if you are in the rare percentage of people that have some sort of a medical issue, a thyroid issue, something that is medically diagnosed, there are some small exceptions, which, again, that is very rare. But what I would recommend is looking at the fact that there are so many people that do succeed, and that should give you the hope to know, hey, even though I failed a bunch of times, I haven't hit my goal, that's okay because I wouldn't even call it failure. I'd say you probably learned something from each one of those programs that didn't go the way you wanted. And it's just a great opportunity for you to start over and have that confidence within you that this can be the time that I'm gonna get the results and I'm gonna stick to the program. And that's where joining a really good gym, signing up with a fitness facility, hiring a great trainer, those are the kinds of people that can help you get over those uh, mental blocks. So oftentimes I get a lot of the clients here that um, they've, they've been through those failure roles and like you said, they were just defeated. You wanna make sure that um, you approach fitness a little bit differently this time. So you have to find their likes, their dislikes, and make it challenging enough so they can forget about all those times that they've failed. Um, so for me, I have this particular client who um, has tried every diet under the sun, has never been under a certain goal weight for her. So the one thing that I approached her situation was she has to try something different, and it all comes down to the calorie restriction. So making sure she understands the calorie restriction, understand what goes into a deficit, and is she really weighing her food? Is she really tracking her food? Odds are she's leaving some things out that she doesn't want to tell you because she doesn't want to embarrass herself. She doesn't want to feel like she's not all in. 
but it's just being completely transparent with whatever program you're in. And that just comes down to being all in again, being transparent, being honest with yourself, being honest with your coach and understanding that if I'm honest, if I'm all in, if I'm transparent with what I'm doing on a daily basis, I'm more likely to get the results. And that's the biggest thing. You just have to be honest with yourself and be transparent with, you know, what you're doing with your life and your lifestyle and, and know that that has a direct effect of whether or not you're going to get results. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like maybe there's two different ways to approach goals. And I'd be interested to hear what you think about this. I feel like some clients that I've seen in my life, um, they'll look at it and they look at more of the big picture goal where they're thinking about, you know, exactly what it is they want to look like and how they want to feel or how strong they want to be maybe months or years down the road. And then you got some people that maybe focus a little bit more on the little goals, the little simple things that kind of give them that momentum. And then over the course of time, they get better. Have you found uh, a better approach for maybe for everybody listening out there right now? They're thinking, hey, this is a good topic. How can I stick to my program? What would you say, Lex, just in terms of is it better to focus on the long term big picture goals like like how you want to look a year from now? Or do you tend to work with your clients more on just smaller things like, hey, let's lose a pound this week. Let's lose two pounds this week. What have you seen work better for your people? Everybody's different. But the idea here is to have a long term goal when you start, um, ideally, of where you felt your best. So if you want to lose 20 pounds, how did you feel when you were 20 pounds lighter? And when was that time that you were 20 pounds lighter? Was it in college? Was it in high school? Was that a certain point where you were on vacation? I want to take you back to that place mentally so you can get back to that how you felt situation. Um, you may be 20 pounds more now, but we're going to get you to that point where you were on vacation, feeling hot, feeling good, feeling good about yourself and your body. Uh, I want to get you to that point where you can feel confident about yourself again. And whatever you felt about yourself, we need to get to that place mentally. So there's going to be situations where you lose a pound a week. You may gain two pounds, but you'll lose three pounds the following week. So understanding consistency, discipline, and holding yourself accountable. And that's what it comes down to, setting small goals before you hit to that big goal. I think that's great. Another thing that comes to mind, too, is I've noticed with a lot of people, there's generally some kind of an initial motivation that gets people going. It might be something that sparks them. Maybe um, a girlfriend or a boyfriend breaks up with them and it makes them mad and they decide, I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to show them. And they have that initial motivation and drive to stick to something. But maybe they don't have any goals. They don't have any you know, clearly defined things that they want to achieve eventually that motivation is going to go away. Maybe you meet another boyfriend, you meet another girlfriend, you're happy again, and you don't have that anger to drive you. So I do think that's why it's so important. What Lex was just saying is you can't always rely on the motivation to keep you going. It's more having those goals and feeling that sense of accomplishment of even just attaining those little uh, set goals for yourself. And I love what Lex said too, which I thought was really cool. He talked about feeling. And he was talking about, man, how good is it going to feel to get you back to how you felt whatever point you were in history where you were happy? Maybe it's when you were in college and you looked the best you ever looked and felt the best you ever felt. Let's get you back to that point and let's focus on how that felt to feel that way. Man, that is a powerful driving force. I love that you said that. And we also have to worry about seasonals, seasonal depression, too. When it gets a little bit colder out and now the time just changed, it's getting darker earlier. Uh, we got to be prepared for that stuff. That's this. Th these things are going to happen annually. 
you have to prepare, prepare for that stuff. That's why it's so important to plan your food, plan your schedule out, knowing that you're going to book your classes early and you're going to set aside time to work out and do resistance training when you can't make it to the gym. So those type of planning measures are going to be so effective when it comes to it getting darker earlier, it's getting colder outside, making sure that you're planning accordingly because these things can really take a, a toll on the mood. No question, no question. And here's, I think, another interesting thing to think about is let's look at other people who do succeed. Let's say you have a client or a member and they make it three months on an exercise program and they achieve incredible results. Every, their family, their friends, everybody's telling them they look amazing. They're fitting in clothes they've never fit in before. They feel the best they've ever felt. They slept the best they're ever sleeping. Everything's going right. They achieve all their goals. But then for some reason, they fall off the wagon and they put all the weight back on and they lose all their progress. Isn't that an interesting question on why that happens? Lex, when you work with people and you see clients that have maybe attained results and then maybe for some reason they stop training with you or whatever the case is, do you find people losing that initial spark? Why do you think that happens that somebody could achieve that kind of greatness and that, that level of success? But then all of a sudden, they just put all the weight back on. It's fascinating, isn't it? It's just everything gets too monotonous and, and too mundane. You're not adding enough spice and challenge into your routine. You're not challenging yourself. Uh, these things get the easy. They get, they get kind of a, just kind of repeating in this, in this whole cycle. And I think you really have to go back to that goal that you mentioned earlier, is that how can I keep challenging myself? I've met my goal. How, what's the new goal? What's the new, the new heights that I need to reach? And I think it's just coming down to planning and making sure that you're setting new goals for yourself constantly uh, so you don't get bored. We're going to be squatting. We're going to be lunging. We're going to be pressing and pulling for the rest of our lives. You might as well make it interesting. Absolutely. And I think that's an area where you can focus on, you know, you're always going to achieve your goals. But I think a really good way to look at it is to focus on growth. It's to focus on, you know, even though my goals are being achieved, that's not the end all. Once your goal is achieved, you're still focused on growing and becoming better and doing better. So if that's your main focus, to grow and to improve, the journey is never over. So that sh little shift in mindset is going to be important to never stop this journey until the day you die. Um, and I think that's what some people maybe miss is they achieve their goal and they think, okay, now what? I did it. I achieved my goal. The excitement goes away. The motivation goes away. The drive goes away. But if you're focused on continually getting better, then that's never going to go away because you always want to know what's possible. That's one of the exciting things about just being a human being is just seeing what we are what we can do, what is possible, how far we can push ourselves and what we can achieve. And I don't know about you, Lex, I get motivated when I see 90-year-old women on YouTube and they're deadlifting more weight than some people in their 30s can do. That is motivating as heck when you look at that. So whatever excuses that you think you might have for all the listeners out there, I mean, just look at somebody like that. I don't know if anybody listening remembers Jack LaLanne. Lex, do you remember Jack LaLanne? The, the, he was the, uh, one of the original fitness entrepreneurs, pioneers, probably from like the 1950s. He kind of pioneered the TV workouts. Have you heard of this guy? I think I read about him in my history book when I was in first grade or something. Okay, okay. So this guy, get this everybody, Jack LaLanne, when he was in his 90s, he was swimming across Alcatraz from Alcatraz prison 
to San Francisco, and he did that when he was like 93 years old. That is just the power of seeing what human beings are possible. What is possible when you put your mind to something? So if you're a 30-year-old, a 40-year-old, a 50-year-old, and you feel like it's too late for you to start working out and you're too old, Jack LaLanne is 92 years old swimming across Alcatraz in the ocean. Big shout out to Jack LaLanne. Jack LaLanne, yes. We need him as a sponsor, Lex, I think. But <laughs> yeah, that's one thing I, I always like to focus on is just, wow, it's so cool to see what all these, what all these other people are achieving and doing even at an old age. What, do you, what, what are some of your goals? I'm sure some of the people listening want to know what you personally have set out for yourself. Um, just so you... Can not, not, we can not only tell people that they should be making goals, we also have some goals of our own that we wish to accomplish. Uh, so what are some goals that you want to accomplish, and what are your plans to get there, Brian? Yeah, so right now my big goal is just working on size. This is something that I've been talking about Lex with for, for months now, is I've just been working on focusing on getting bigger and staying consistent with my workouts. So right now fat loss is not an important thing for me. I'm more focused on just more of like the muscle building aspect of lifting weight. And I've been having really fun with it. The great thing about muscle building, you get to eat a little bit more, which is cool. I've been enjoying that. And I enjoy the heavy lifting. I enjoy the, uh, the heavy bench presses and the heavy squats and the deadlifting. It's a good time. So I would say my main goal right now is just to get a little bigger. And then maybe as we get to the springtime, get yeah. to the summertime, <laughs> then I'll start focusing a little bit more on getting leaner. What are your goals right now? Uh, just be able to maintain. Um, as I continue to age, uh, you see a, a little bit decrease in strength and, and muscle mass. So my biggest thing is being able to maintain my strength, uh, being able to maintain everything aesthetically. Um, you know, food is good. Food tastes good. So just being able to maintain those good portion control and just being able just to stay strong for my kids and uh, just uh, – I've always been a thinner guy throughout my life, and I, I like the weight I'm at right now. I feel comfortable and confident. Uh, flo clothes are fitting good. So I just want to be able to be a, a good, uh, outstanding model for my kids and, and show them what strength training is all about and, and uh, continue to be a good trainer um, when it comes to uh, working out myself. Those are the biggest goals for me. I think that's awesome. And hopefully everybody that's listening today Take a, a good hard look and maybe think about it and say, what are, what are my goals right now? What am I looking to achieve? What am I looking to do? And maybe your thought right now is, wow, I don't have any goals. And if that's your thought that's going through your mind right now, that's actually an awesome thought to have because you've just made a realization that you don't have a goal that you're working toward. So I think it's time to come up with one. You almost want to get excited about it, right? You want a goal that is, is just something that when you think about it, you go, wow, if I could accomplish that and I could do that, that would be amazing. That's the kind of thing that's definitely going to excite you. got to scare yourself a little bit. Yeah, like I want to lose 100 pounds. Sounds ridiculous, right? It sounds crazy for somebody who's never been that, that small before. Say to yourself, yeah, I want to lose 100 pounds. It sounds crazy, but you may be crazy enough to get there. If you keep working at it, you keep staying consistent, you will get there. It sounds crazy and ridiculous that you're never going to achieve that goal because you've never been to the point where you can lose 100 pounds. But uh, gosh darn it, just make that happen. Make it happen. Um, I'm a big, firm believer of positive affirmations. Being able to tell yourself that you're doing a good job, uh, you're going to have struggles, but no matter what, I am doing something good for myself. I am strong. I am willing. I am able I'm, I'm more than happy to keep doing this, even though through the struggle, uh, you just have to keep patting yourself on the back. 
uh, congratulating yourself when you've lost a half a pound or a pound, knowing that if you keep telling yourself that you're trusting the process, being positive, uh, being nice to people, everything, I believe in good energy coming back to you. So that's a, a good thing, a continuous thing that you have to keep telling yourself is that you're doing good for yourself, you're going, doing good for your body, and you're making the right choices, and overall, you're going to find success. Yeah, when it comes to positive affirmations, uh, this is kind of the same thing. I tell myself all the time that someday I will marry Dua Lipa. And, <laughs> you know, I, I just believe that the more that I say that to myself, eventually I will be married to pop star Dua Lipa someday. And uh, I don't know if I'll be doing this podcast when that happens, Lex, unfortunately. You might have to find a new host. Hopefully she knows that you're there when you're married. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, yeah, affirmations are extremely important. I love those. Uh, just getting in the habit of just saying positive things to yourself Negative talk is huge. I've worked out with Lex many times, and he's caught me saying things to myself uh, where I start to kind of belittle myself or say that I can't do something or talk myself out of something. The, the power of words is huge. And when you can get in the habit of just saying good, positive messages to yourself, it does definitely make a difference. So goal setting, planning, positive affirmations, knowing that you've accepted failure in the past and you're determined to find success in the future. Failure is just a part of life. Things are going to happen. You're going to, you're going to start programs. You're going to fail at them, but knowing that you just didn't quit, didn't give up on yourself and making sure that this time around, if you make the conscious decision to just do it, you will succeed. And it all comes down to you making that conscious choice to be all in. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree a hundred percent. I hope that just from listening today that everybody's a little bit motivated, you're excited. I hope that you got some encouragement out of what we spoke about today. Make sure you're setting some goals, find some inspiration, find some ways that you can keep yourself in the zone, keep yourself focused, learn to develop that discipline. And uh, just we, we wish you the very best with your success. And we want to hear your success stories. Please, if you have any success, if you've learned anything from the podcast that you feel is helping you, please reach out to us. We want to share it with the audience and just make sure that everybody can get that information. It's all about people helping people. That's right. So we have a Facebook page going up. I want you to join find that join our whole public community and get some feedback going on there uh, we're going to have some uh, snippets of the podcast uh, some quizzes some giveaways a lot of good things going on there to keep you guys engaged this whole community uh, we love the positive feedback and we hope to keep this going so if you're looking for me on instagram uh, lex.hadamio uh, you can always reach out to me uh, we'll have an instagram going here we'll have a whole big community of the flex talk podcast coming soon and brian how can they contact you yeah, you can find me a couple places. I'm on Instagram at BrewerBrian25, and you can also find me on Twitter at BrewerBrian1. So if you have any questions or anything, any feedback for us about the podcast, please do so. And as always, I encourage you, if you feel that today's discussion was helpful, if you're enjoying the podcast, please leave us a review. We humbly ask for that. And also, too, please feel free to share this episode with somebody if you felt that it was beneficial to you. That means a lot to us. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Take care.